Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over some different pool surface types you're going to run into out there in the field. Typically, you will have plaster pools and pebble tech pools, but you may run into a vinyl pool, a fiberglass pool, or a tile pool. And I'll go over some of the differences between these surface types. Leslie's Pool Supplies is a proud partner of the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Leslie's Pool Supplies has been do-it-yourselfers and pool trade professionals trusted partners since 1963 providing quality products and services to make pool care easy, and solutions and expertise to do it right. So I'll start with durability and staining, and I think if you want a pool surface type that's pretty much bulletproof, you would go with a Pebble Tech or Pebble Sheen type surface, and basically the Pebble Tech is river rocks, and so you know that you're getting a very strong surface. It's also highly stain resistant, and you don't get a lot of variation in the color of the pebble tech. So if you pick a certain color, the whole pool is going to look that same uniform color with the pebble tech. And so for me, durability, long lasting, and look, the pebble tech would be your number one choice there. And of course, some people don't really like the feel of it. They may, may feel a little rough to you. It is a little bit rougher than your plaster surface, I think, in some respects, especially in the step area you're going to notice that uh, more than anywhere else but other than that I think for durability and long life Pebble Tech is the way to go if you can afford it it's the most expensive surface type out there well actually tile is the most expensive surface type out there and I suppose I can just transition into the tile pool surface from this point and the tile pool is going to be pretty expensive if you want an all tile pool um, it's the most costly form of surface that you can get in your pool. I like the look of it. I think it really has a nice look and feel to it. Again, you may not have it in your budget to do that. And as far as durability, I really haven't had a problem with an all-tile pool. They seem extremely durable. If you have a kitchen or a bathroom with tile, you can see how durable the tile would be. And I like the feel of it, and I think it's a great surface choice for sure. But it's not a popular surface type in my area. I've only had two all-tile pools on my pool route, and so you don't see too many of those here in Southern California. But I know they're popular in other regions of the world, um, but here they're not quite so as popular. I think plaster would still be the number one pool surface type in my region in California. And I think pool surface type is very regional. I have a member that's in uh, Spanish Florida, and most of his pools are vinyl, in-ground vinyl pools. And so I think specifically regional is when you're going to see the differences in the surface types. And so here in California, the plaster pool is number one. You're going to Most of the service accounts that I do are plaster pools. Most of the new pools I take on are plaster pools. And so the plaster pool is very dominant in my area. And then you have, of course, different color variations in the plaster type pool. So you'll see some with a gray look or uh 
I was gonna say black. There are some black plaster pools in my area. Um, there's a blue, and there's different variations of that. But I think the majority of my pools are still the white plaster, and it's still very traditional. And I really like the look of the white plaster. Nothing, nothing wrong with white plaster. If you have color changing lights, you definitely want to go with the lighter plaster color to get the full effect. Um, but of course, sometimes the darker color plaster looks good in your yard, depending on your design. And there's nothing wrong with that either. Just note that the white plaster, you're not going to see as much color um, irregularities or variations as you would see in a color plaster pool. In the industry, a lot of that's referred to as modeling of the surface. And so for a color plaster pool, you're going to definitely see that. And I think plaster is very durable, very chemical resistant. Although if something metal falls in there, it definitely will stain it. The same with a pebble tech pool. I think one thing that I find sometimes is that um, the three inch tablet floaters will tip over in a plaster or pebble tech pool. The tablet will fall out and be on the bottom of the pool. And then when you uh, scoop the tablet out with your leaf rake, you're gonna see the stain or the burn on the plaster or pebble tech surface pretty easily. And definitely that'll give you an indication that the surface, even though there's cement or river rock, depending on which surface you have, they're not impervious to staining. Um, they're definitely not indestructible. And so the tablet falling out of the floater will stain the pool. Any nails that fall in the pool or anything metal that falls in the pool will also stain it. So it's not impervious to that. If you um, add, you know, granular trichlor to a plaster or pebble tech pool and you let it pile up in one area, if you put like a half a pound in one area, it'll burn the surface also. So keep that in mind that it's not indestructible and they do stain fairly easily. And so it's really important to keep anything that would stain the surface out of a plaster or pebble tech pool. The one good thing about that surface type, if you do get a stain in there, you can actually drain that pool and give it an acid wash and get the staining off the pool. So one side benefit of having a pebble tech or plaster pool is the fact that you can actually drain it and remove a lot of the staining on the plaster or pebble tech if that were to happen. So above ground pools are usually vinyl. Um, you may have some above ground pools that are fiberglass, but the majority of those are vinyl. And there are some in-ground vinyl pools in my area of Southern California. Not too many. Again, it's very regional. And I actually like the in-ground vinyl pools. I like the feel of them and I really like the look of them. So if you get a really nice vinyl color, you can get a really good pattern as the sun hits it. And they're more affordable because you basically don't have to go through the whole um, gunniting process of putting in like a plaster pool. It's a pretty expensive process. So what a vinyl pool is basically just, you know, you dig the hole and then you do some of the structural stuff that you need to do for a vinyl pool. I don't know exactly all the details there. I've never put one, put one in before, but I know it's less expensive. And the only thing you have to replace on occasion is the vinyl liner of those pools. And of course, an above ground pool, you have that vinyl liner and it'll last you for years and years, um, 10, 15 years. If you take care of it properly, it'll last you quite a long time. So, and I think vinyl pools are definitely underrated. I like the fact that they hold the chlorine really well in a vinyl pool. You don't want to use the trichlor tablets uh, on a regular basis in the vinyl pool because basically it's a piece of plastic and so the pH is going to always be heading down on you and so you're going to be adding a lot of base to keep the pH up. Even the vinyl pool that I take care of in my route, I noticed that without tablets even, 
the pH is always drifting downwards on me, so I'm adding a lot of base to it to keep the pH up, whereas the plaster pool has a high acid demand, and so the pH will always rise in that. The vinyl pool will be the opposite, and same with the fiberglass pool. Fiberglass pools come in two different styles here in my region. You have those that come dropped in with a, in a shell, so they'll take a crane and drop it in in the backyard. They'll dig a hole and put the whole shell in like a giant bathtub, basically. And then you have those that are built very similar to an in-ground pool. You'll have the coping, you'll have the tile, and then you'll have the kind of the gunite process, and then you, they'll spray on the fiberglass coating. And so these are common in my area also. Um, I like the feel of them. They feel really good when you're in the pool. They're easy to maintain because, again, they don't require a lot of acid, and they hold chlorine really well. So as far as maintaining a fiberglass pool, I think it's pretty easy. And if you're looking to get a pool built and you're on a budget, there's really nothing wrong with a fiberglass shell pool when you have one dropped in. And I think those are really easy to maintain. And if they do get algae, they brush right off. So fiberglass definitely is something that I like. I wish there was more of it in my region but it's very limited. I've only actually had one fiberglass pool on my route that was in the shell or in the bathtub type fiberglass pools. And the other ones have been those that are built in ground and sprayed. And so those, those the ones that you spray the fiberglass on do wear out over time. And so those have to be resprayed. Um, it's a pretty big process to do that and it's really messy. And you can tell when that's happening is when you're brushing a fiberglass pool and you're getting a lot of white dust coming off of it then you know that the gel coat is coming off of it. And I didn't touch on this, but I should. And a lot of times you'll have a plaster pool and someone will paint it. And if they don't paint it correctly, which means using a primer, well, first you got to acid wash it. And then you want to use a primer. And then you want to use a special pool paint. And if you don't do this properly, a lot of times the paint will start coming off when you're brushing it, kind of like with the fiberglass pool. And this will clog up the filter. And it's a real mess, so... I would say painting a plaster pool would be something that I wouldn't recommend unless you do it um, correctly, which is acid washing it, adding a primer first, and then putting the paint on. And even then, the paint's going to wear off over time. So to me, I think it's better just to have the pool resurfaced if you need. If it's really bad and you're trying to cover defects or cover staining, resurfacing the pool or having it replastered is probably the best option. If you're on a budget and you need to paint the pool, just make sure you do it properly to avoid those kind of problems with the paint peeling off in the first year or two. And I know that was a little bit off the topic of the fiberglass pool, but I wanted to drop that in there because that reminded me of the painted pools when you brush them and all that dust comes off. So for a vinyl and fiberglass pool, you have to be cautious of which chemicals you put in there. So if you are using um, any kind of calhypo or trichlor or shock, you definitely want to dilute that in the bucket or put it into the skimmer directly with the pool running because if you put it on the surface, you could stain the vinyl pool surface. I think liquid chlorine is probably the safest chlorine you can use in a vinyl and fiberglass pool. You want to use trichlor tablets on a limited basis because of the fact that it will lower the pH in the pool. Plus, if a tablet falls on the fiberglass or vinyl, it's going to really burn the surface pretty badly and leave a really bad stain. And with a vinyl pool, you can't do much to it to get the stain off. And with a fiberglass pool, that burn is on there pretty permanently. Now, one good thing about the vinyl and fiberglass pool is that if you do have any kind of staining, um, any kind of metal staining or organic staining, 
they come off really easily. So sorbic acid is what I use for any kind of fiberglass pool that's stained. I once had a fiberglass hot tub, um, in-ground hot tub that was white, well kind of white, it wasn't white at that moment, but it has it was kind of off-white, tan colored, and I put a pound of ascorbic acid in there to clean it up, and that thing came out crystal clear white after I did that treatment. So it does work pretty effectively on fiberglass and vinyl. So if you have any kind of brown staining on your fiberglass or vinyl pool, doing an ascorbic acid treatment would be a great way to remove that stain. And so one of the pluses of the vinyl and fiberglass pool is that any metal or organic staining comes off very easily. Not so much on a plaster pool. If you have iron or copper staining, it's more difficult to remove it on a plaster pool without draining and acid washing it. So that's one plus of the fiberglass and vinyl pool. And I think fiberglass and vinyl are easier to maintain because of the fact that there's a lower pH demand and the chlorine holds really well in this particular pool surface type. Um, and so you would have a better time maintaining a fiberglass and vinyl pool than you would a plaster or pebble tag pool if that's one of the concerns you have. If you're having a pool constructed or thinking about buying a pool, I think the surface type is really important to address. And I wouldn't overlook the vinyl and fiberglass just because it's not popular in your area. But I think, you know, the plaster, of course, would be my default when you're having a pool built. And then if you wanted the indestructible surface, you would go with the Pebble Tech pool, which is my favorite because of the fact that you don't get a lot of color variations and they're really long lasting. And so that's a quick overview of the various surface types that you would find out there. If you're doing pool service, you would run into a all-tile pool on occasion, in-ground vinyl pool, fiberglass pool, pebble tech, and plaster pool. And basically that's all you're going to see out there. And again, it's very regional. So some areas will have a lot of plaster pools. Other areas will have in-ground vinyl. And some areas will have a lot of drop-in fiberglass pools. And so if you're doing pool service, you can, you kind of will know which pools you're going to see more of, and then you'll make the adjustments there, thereof based on the pool surface type. And there's, a, of course, more cautions that go with each surface type, but I was just giving you an overview here of the different surfaces you're going to run into out there. And if you're looking for more resources for your pool care, definitely check out my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. I have a lot of great web pages there. I also have an ebook available for $9.99. And if you're in the industry and you're looking to enhance your business, Definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining that, including the ability to call me and text me in real time. To learn more, again, go to poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.